you can talk to your local cafe when you have your next caffeine fix and tell them all about our services. You can get your bottle shop on board with collecting clips. You can bring your own clips to our 65 and more collection points. Welcome to Startup West, the podcast about West Australian startup founders who have been there and done it or are right here and doing it. My name is Chris Tan. And my name is Danelle Cross. And before we start, we'd like to acknowledge that we are recording this podcast in the land of the Wajak people of the Noongar Nation. And we pay our respects to elders past, present and emerging. I'd also like to thank our sponsors. Startup West is produced by Startup News and sponsored by the City of Perth, RSM, Space Cubed, TechOn, Curtin University and Dinner Twist. And wait till the end of the episode for a $30 off offer for Dinner Twist. In this episode, we speak with Shakra Hornakova, founder of Donut Waste. Hi, Shakra. Welcome to Startup West. Can you tell us uh, about your startup business, um, what it does, how it's going? Hi, Chris. Hi, everyone. Uh, my name is Sharka, and um, I started a social enterprise called Donut Waste, uh, which is all about creating circle solutions for things and materials that would otherwise end up in landfill. In other words, I just save things from landfill. And it's been doing pretty well, been pretty busy recently. So yeah, a lot of things to talk about. So Shaka, how did Donut Waste first come about? Um, <laughs> yeah, it's a good question. I actually got the name before uh, anything else. Mm-hmm, I just somehow mm-hmm. it came to me and I loved it. I was like, I got to figure it out. I love it too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I was still working uh, as a waste educator at the time and I just had this need to do something uh, mm. tangible myself. And I have seen other business over East actually doing a similar thing, collecting coffee grounds. So I was like, well, that's great. No one's doing it. And it's such a no-brainer ways to actually separate. It's really easy to separate coffee grounds at the source in Mm. the cafes and otherwise. So I thought that's, well, let's start with this. So I bought a giant van and a few bins and here we are. And so what do you do? How do you, how does donut waste work? So um, the things we uh, start collecting coffee grounds is just one of the things we collect right now. Mm-hmm. And by we, I mean uh, me and my van. Um, <laughs> so um, it, it works in a different ways for different materials. For the coffee grounds, I give um, the businesses that want to sign up. It's not just cafes. I have a school and also other businesses like offices mm-hmm. um, that Anyone really who drinks a lot of coffee, which is most of us in Australia, mm-hmm. uh, and they get a bin from me, 120 liter, and then they just put the coffee grounds in there instead of into landfill. And then I come pick it up on a regular schedule, depending on how much coffee they drink. And I take these coffee grounds into either the nearest community garden for composting or into a special place in Swan Valley in a family composting business. And are you just using um, coffee coffee beans, coffee ground coffee beans at the moment, or are, you, are there other materials that you're um, sort of putting into the circular economy? So we, I have started collecting other things. Mm-hmm. So I come across uh, beer clips, the plastic four packs mm-hmm. and yeah. uh, six packs that, uh, you know, you, when you get your craft beer, which is a big, <laughs> big new thing as well here in um, Perth. So I started collecting those because I used to live at a brewer who kept bringing them home. And I know that um, they are not recyclable through a curbside bin. So I kept pushing them back onto him to take them back to work mm-hmm. and reuse them because they can be reused over 50 times. And yeah, so I started, um, I just teamed up. Um, it started actually with Endeavor. So I've um, gotten in touch with a sustainability uh, manager and we rolled it out to a few stores. And then I started um, just getting all the independent um, butter shops on board. So they get also a bin from me, 120 liter, and it's free. And they just encourage their customers to bring the clips back because they already go there to pick up more beer so they can mm. drop off the clips. And the clips, then I collect them and... Um, wash them, sort them out and sell them back to breweries for use. 
Oh, very cool. Awesome. Yeah. Um, what have been some of the challenges or even the successes <laughs> that you've had with your business to date? Um, challenges. Well, where do I start? Um, mm-hmm. There were <laughs> so many. Uh, firstly, mm-hmm. with the coffee grounds, I've had to um, create solution to actually drag them into the van. So uh, coffee grounds, um, you wouldn't believe how heavy they are. They're actually about 84, 85 kilos. Wow. Um, and the bin is full. I'm wow. um, 50, so imagine mm. that. Yeah. So I had to get a ramp and a winch and um, some solution to do that. So I've come up with that. So it's all good. And then I figured that there is not many places that I can actually drop off the coffee grounds because most of the community gardens are actually not set up for composting. So right. I've tried a few of them to, you know, upgrade mm-hmm. their capabilities and um, I struggled to find a place that could take the amounts I collect. I've collected 38, 39 tons by now. So um, it took me a while to find the right places and I have, so I'm really grateful for that. And then with the clips, uh, we've had a lot of um, trials and errors with removing the stickers, which is one of the biggest obstacles that, um, you know, if the breweries were to take them back from people, which they have done, some of them in past, uh, right. which is a great initiative. But then they find out that the clips are dirty, they can be broken, and they have plenty of stickers on them. So removing the stickers, we have done so many trials with so many different chemicals and solutions. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's still ongoing, but now I'm actually... Teaming up with uh, Work Power, which is a new project yeah, um, great. for you. So uh, they actually, um, you know, they employ people with disabilities and they can just, I've made a few instructional videos and mm-hmm. then they get a few clips from me and then they take the stickers off. So it's been, uh, so far the trial has gone really well. So I'm hoping that will develop into really viable solution. What a terrific collaboration. That's awesome. And how have you funded Donut Waste so far, Shaka? <laughs> Um, well, it's been uh, bootstrapping all the way. I have um, bought a van myself, which mm. I keep joking that I might end up living in it. Um, <laughs> I have gone camping to Kalbari this <laughs> year, oh, awesome. so it was great staying in my van in windy Kalbari. Um, and well, pretty much, yeah, I've been uh, bootstrapping and um, just putting all the money um, back into the business. That's why I call it a social enterprise. I'm hoping to use all the money uh, that we make into developing more solutions and having a greater impact. And what about mentors and advisors? Oh, I would love to have some. I've, you know, I have Charlie, as you all know. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was my mentor at Curtin Ignition. But otherwise, I am all for, you know, anyone who's really interested or feel drawn to this story, please come and mm. help out because it's just been me. I have mm. only literally last week gotten a driver first driver who's going to help me do the collections because I've been doing everything myself. Yeah. So I'm really, really uh, proud and happy that I have someone to help me out. Terrific. Um, but yeah, more the merrier. Please come and talk. Awesome. Absolutely. Um, so with obviously purchasing your, your truck and, and putting everything back into the business, have you been able to raise any other capital or money for donut wastes? I have not been uh, raising, to be honest. I mm-hmm. um, come from European background where I just hate being in debt. So sure. <laughs> it's not my kind of uh, tea. I just been really hoping to bootstrap. So I have another three jobs on the side. Um, also teach yoga and uh, <laughs> work for another company now. So I've been really trying to support the business myself yeah. without having to yeah, invest. I don't believe that we should be going into debt. Uh, but having said that, I wouldn't mind having a co-founder who'd be um, similarly interested in, you know, being invested the way I am. Yeah. One of the things I've loved um, about sort of watching Donut Waste evolve is the innovative ways that you're um, 
you know, working with waste, mm. let's call it. Mm. And one of them um, was the donut beer, which I know oh, I right. yep. was fortunate <laughs> enough to have a can of that oh, I loved. Right. <laughs> but I know it was very popular and sold out very quickly. Oh. Can you tell us just a little bit about that story? Yeah, that was one of the projects um, I've had on the side. I went to Oz Harvest for a tour and I just really loved their mission. And uh, the CEO mentioned on the side that unfortunately they do have to landfill some of the items because mm. the bakery items, it's incredible amount of waste. It's kind of built in into the the way bakeries work. Mm. So, and they couldn't really, um, you know, just feed the needy donuts all the way. So yeah. uh, they, um, yeah, we kind of suggested with um, one of the brewers I know, we went and had a meeting and we suggested that we could save them and make a beer. So we did. They froze about 200 of them. I think it was the first batch was 100 or 20, 120 kilos. And then, yeah, we made a beer because you can make a beer out of anything these days. So, yeah, and then we did it again. We did a second batch, which was also very popular. And we launched it with the minister. I don't know if he liked it that much. You didn't <laughs> you see he was making faces when he was drinking it. But I think he's not really a craft beer drinker. Uh, but, yeah, it was really uh, popular and it really sold out. It was a great story. Yeah, it's terrific. And what about the vision for Donut Waste for the next sort of three to five years? Well, um, I would love to, you know, it, just really scale and stay kind of local. I am mm. talking to a lot of big partners as well, such as Coles, not to be dropping names, but, you know, uh, that if they came on board and um, we're talking in reverse logistics and stuff. So mm-hmm. I'm hoping that would work in terms of me scaling it up and using the community to get involved because mm-hmm. that's what I really envision. Um, I want the circle economy to stay local yeah. and to provide the jobs for our community in, and people especially in need, especially mm-hmm. females. That's my mm-hmm. real passion as well. So. Awesome. Oh, great. How, how would you describe the local startup scene here in WA? Oh, well, um, I didn't really have an idea because I was never owning a business. No. But now when I got involved and came to Ray a few times, I think it's incredible for the amount of people who live in this little village. <laughs> we, I think we have a very, very huge amount of creative people who are mm. ready to go and ready to make a change. So I love it. I just yeah, would encourage anyone to go and network. Yeah, so true. There's a big support network out there. And But what can we do better at in, in the WA startup scene? Um, I mean, yeah, there is quite a few things in terms of grants. I've tried applying for a few as well. It's just really um, not approachable for some of us who just don't have the time to spend, you know, a week drafting a tiny, tiny grant submission. (laughs) It's a really small amount for such a huge effort if you don't have the resources to do that. And the poll is just too big who applies for that. So, yeah, just having more support from the government and more pressure on uh, local councils to support their local businesses as well. Yeah, right. Awesome. And a shout out to the Startup West podcast sponsors. The Startup West podcast is produced by Startup News and is made possible by the support from Space Cubed, Curtin University, RSM, the City of Perth, Dinner Twist and Tech On. All right, Shaka, a little bit about you now. Can we take you back through your career from your school days? Where were you born? I was born in Prague, Czech Republic. Fabulous. And then where did you go to school and how did that sort of evolve post-schooling? So I came here only 13 years ago. So Mm -hmm. I grew up pretty much to my adulthood in Czech. Mm -hmm. And then I went to New Zealand one day and um, I really loved it. And I discovered English and all the beautiful, happy, no worries people. And I decided to move to Australia. So I did, yeah. And funnily enough, uh, I'm still studying now. I'm doing Diploma of Sustainability online with the University of Tasmania. So the schooling never stops in Mm. my case. 
Yeah, so true. So you you left school and then what did you do after that? I ended up working in an architect firm, which I really hated as a receptionist. I figured that that's not what I want to do. I was really bored. And then I ended up working in a magazine for four years, which I really liked. That's my inclination. I wanted to be a journalist when I was young, before I moved countries and languages. Um, And then I ended up in digital and that has stayed with me for many, many years. Websites, um, CMS and all that. So I have quite a technical sort of technical background in that space so I can build my own website and you know but right. I incline more towards the communication and marketing oh um I want to ask uh, back when you were at school your favorite subjects <laughs> and did you show uh, sort of this level of you know leadership entrepreneurial um you know potential <laughs> back then Absolutely not. Um, <laughs> my favorite subjects were all the literature and uh, the human human studies, so to speak. I absolutely hated um, accounting in high school. Uh, and yeah, I just never had this inclination. My mom, um, which I grew up with a single parent, she worked as a nurse in the same hospital all her life. Mm. So there was no <laughs> no examples of entrepreneurship. So I never had a thought. And I always thought that if I did become one, I would become a workaholic and here we are I am one but (laughs) but yeah it only just happened when I became a bit older and felt like yeah maybe I should give it a crack. So you moved to Australia 13 years ago Mm -hmm. and how long has Donut Waste been going? I started Donut Waste in 2021 so Mm -hmm. three years now Mm -hmm. um but yeah. So what did you do for the first period of you Ooh. being in Australia? So I worked in hospitality as most of us because I came on a student visa. We mm-hmm. don't have or didn't have working holidays. So I studied English and no one would give me a job. I was on the top of my career in a digital mm-hmm. agency in Prague, the best mm-hmm. digital agency, uh, looking after big clients like T-Mobile and banks and, and came here and no one would give me a job. Mm-hmm. So I was in hospitality and I think that's where it also was the inception because I saw the amount of sheer waste and mm. food waste everywhere I worked in Hilton in Brisbane when I lived there and yeah I just I think that was one of the inceptions as well but then I finally got a sponsorship finally became a resident and went back to the top agency here in Perth and I found it really meaningless and I had to quit <laughs> after four months <laughs> and I became a personal trainer and then a yoga teacher <laughs> so I took taken so many so many detours you would not believe Oh, the journey sounds amazing, though. Just <laughs> yeah, and that's getting the entrepreneurial spirit coming yeah. out, right? So, yeah. yeah, yeah, definitely. And do you, how do you think your skill sets in sort of writing communications have helped you with your startup? Oh, I think incredibly. I believe um, in a transparency, and I mean that's how I got into waste. Really, I started uh, in a local e-waste recycling company as a communications manager. Um, you know, Total Green Recycling, check them out. These guys are local brothers who've been doing and recycling it for 13 years, but never told anyone about it. So I came on board and started doing all the communications and media and telling people about it. And now we have e-waste band coming um, in place. So mm-hmm. it has been, I think, the greatest assets of mine, sharing the story. And I really greatly believe in transparency and bringing people into the journey. So that's been really, really good. Fantastic. Um, so Donut Waste has, um, been around now with, uh, with you for three years, mm. you said, um, what, with what you know now, <laughs> what do you wish you would have known or you could tell yourself back when you started? 
Oh, well, uh, so many, so many things. <laughs> I just had no idea what I was doing and I still don't know what I'm doing. Um, I think asking for help and getting people who can help with the things that I'm not strong at, like the accounting and all this finance and all of these things that I really don't like. Um, getting people on board earlier to help me set up. I have just tried to do everything myself as we often do entrepreneurs. So I think yeah, I wish I knew, but I mean, I wouldn't change a thing in a way that I've really learned so much. It's been the biggest growth personally, you know, emotionally, it's like up and down. And um, I think if I knew how lonely it's going to get, I would have gotten more friends. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> it can be, it really can be. Um, and what advice would you give other founders? I think, yeah, get the support network mm-hmm. and really don't be afraid to ask for help yep. and, yeah, just be really open about what you need and ask, 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 and it will be given, hopefully. So true. Really, really, really great advice. Thanks, Shaka. All right, we're going to move to the quick fire round. Mm. Are you ready? Mm. All righty. <laughs> All right. What's the single most important factor that makes a successful startup? I think the great and the passion, if you're in it for the wrong reasons, you're not going to stick with it because you're just not, yeah, when it comes to these lows, you're not going to be there. So passion and grit. Great. Um, if you were to wave your magic wand over the local startup scene, what would you wish into being? I would wish more support from local and federal government in terms of real money, not just for the not just the boosters for the people who made it, you know, they already are successful, but for the real startups who need some money without matching. Who do you most admire in the local tech scene, whether it be a company or a person? Um, yeah, I was thinking about this. I don't think I'm, I've just hang out with too many non-tech people, <laughs> but uh, I mean, the one that comes to mind is Canva. I don't think people really know outside of Australia that Canva's from Perth and I really, really admire the story, especially because it's female owned and funded. Fantastic. And how can anyone listening help you? Oh, so many ways. Um, I look for mentors, people who could guide me or help my business in any way. Um, not necessarily in a financial way, but um, if there is a co-founder or someone attracted, please do get in touch. And if you're just really interested in the story or you just like the mission, uh, you can talk to your local cafe when you have your next cafe fix and tell them all about our services. You can get your bottle shop on board with collecting clips. You can bring your own clips to our 65 and more collection points. And you can share our story on social media. Yeah, great practical ways. And how can they get in contact with you, Shaka? Oh, so many ways. Um, I've got email on my website. There's my phone is on there. Shouldn't be probably too many spams these days. <laughs> but I'm on Insta, Facebook, LinkedIn. Great. Connect. So hit you up on LinkedIn. Yeah. All right, awesome. final question. What do you do? And a really important one. What do you do to get away from it all to relax and refresh? Yeah, I've been trying really hard to get to the beach. I'm a total beach bum, so I love, that's why I'm here. I just love the coast. Mm. So I go there, I do a lot of yoga, meditation, and yeah, I would love to catch up with friends more and I can't say no to a good wine. (laughs) (laughs) On that note, thank you so much, Shaka. (laughs) It's been wonderful to hear about the evolution of Donut Waste and the really creative ways that you are, you know, working on that circular economy. We really thank you as a community for your passion um, and your, um, you know, the way you, you know, bring together people within the startup scene. Thank Thank you. you. That's been great. Thank you so much for having me, guys. Thank you, Shaka. (laughs) Cheers. 
And thanks to our sponsors, Startup West Podcast is produced by Startup News and is made possible by the support from Space Cubed, Curtin University, the City of Perth, RSM, TechOn and Dinner Twist. And here's the offer from our friends at Dinner Twist. So you can focus on creating the next unicorn. Let Dinner Twist worry about dinner. Here is $30 off your first box. Enter SW30 at the checkout. Go to www.dinnertwist.com.au to get started. And we recorded this podcast at Riff Podcast Studios in beautiful downtown Perth, Western Australia. Don't forget to subscribe to Startup West on your favourite pod platform so our latest episodes can appear in your feed. And if you like what you hear, please leave us a review. We'd love to hear from you. you.